everybody. Welcome to our Halacha podcast, where we try to talk about different types of nuances in Jewish law and custom and the reason and the meaning behind them. Today and the upcoming holidays, Yom Kippur, Roshan Yom Kippur, an important part of the Yom Kippur service and the preparation for during the Slichas, for that matter also, is the Vidui, the confession. The Rambam actually tells us that the main part of the mitzvah of tshuva is vidui, saying the confession. When a person wants to do tshuva, chayim lezvada, he has a mitzvah to, to, to confess before Hashem. So what exactly does that mean, the mitzvah of confession? Now again, during the slichas, every day of slichas, we say the confession, the sense of vidui, the shamnu, we express our remorse over the fact that we've been guilty and betrayed Hashem's trust and all different types of sins that we've committed in the order of the aleph base, in the order of the alphabet. We say it three times each day, as a matter of fact. When it comes to Yom Kippur, the Vidu is actually said ten times over Yom Kippur, and that's not including the time that it's said Erev Yom Kippur, the day before Yom Kippur, in the Mincha afternoon prayer, before Yom Kippur even begins. So it's important for us to understand a little bit why is it repeated over so many times. Now, first of all, the Lacha says that the Vidui, the confession, must be spoken out. It's not sufficient to feel, to think it in one's heart. Although obviously, the idea of vidui is that sense of remorse, that mission and the remorse over committing the sin. Nevertheless, it still has to be spoken out. And the reason for that is because when we say something out, we take it to heart more. We can feel a little, it's a little more humbling and it makes us feel more ashamed over the fact that we've committed the sin. Obviously, of course, the post can do speak out. A person that's unable to speak is allowed to think it in his heart too. But the poskim say, authorities say that a person who is able to speak is obligated to speak it out, to say the vidui with the orally. Even if a person has forgiven his friend for something that he may have committed between man and man, it's still necessary to say the confession before Hashem. The reason for that is because although there are two different types of sins, there are sins between man and man, sins between man and God. But every sin between man and man is also a sin between man and God. And therefore, even if we've already received the forgiveness from our friend, it's still necessary to be able to confess our sin before Hashem to earn Hashem's forgiveness also. The Lacha says that Erev Yom Kippur, the importance of Yividu, especially Yom Kippur, that Erev Yom Kippur, before, after we eat the, after we dive mincha, before eating the final meal before Yom Kippur, it's important for a person to say the Vidui too. The Gemara tells us the reason for that is because the concern the Satan understands the power of confession, that through the confession we'll be able to merit forgiveness. And therefore, he tries to do everything he possibly can to prevent us from being able to say the vidu on Yom Kippur. And if there's concern during the course of the meal, a person might become drunk, for example, and therefore won't be able to say the vidu on Yom Kippur. Or for that matter, a person might choke or something like that. And if we want to make sure before we eat the meal, that we're able to get the vidui in, the confession in, in order to be able to make sure that we've at least done the proper confession at one time before Yom Kippur begins. The, the vidui is said 10 times over the course of Yom Kippur. Twice at Mayrib, the first night, twice in the morning by Shacharis, another twice by Musaf, once in the private Shemun and each of these is once after, together with the Chazin. Twice more by Mincha, and twice more by the additional prayer that's said on Yom Kippur at Ne'ilah total of 10 times. The reason the commentary is safe for this is because it corresponds to the 10 times that Kohen Godel, the high priest, would mention God's ineffable name in the Holy of Holies on Yom Kippur. 
since he's spread in God's name, obviously it's a time of closeness to Hashem, that we confess our sins ten times also correspond to that over the course of Yom Kippur. A person that did not say the, the vidui ten times, however, still fulfills the mitzvah. It's not like if you don't say ten times, you don't get the, you don't get the mitzvah. As a matter of fact, if a person davens alone, he does not say the five of the vidus. The vidus that are said together with the chazin, he would not say them. He only says it five times over the course of Yom Kippur. But even if a person only said the vidui one time, he still gets credit for saying confession on Yom Kippur. When we say the vidui is supposed to be said in a standing position, Matter of fact, you're not even supposed to lean at all. The Shulchan Aruch says if a person leans on type of a on some type of a of a of a of an object to the extent that the object were taken away, he would fall. It's considered as if he's sitting. The Mishdibur seems to say that if a person says the vidui sitting, he does not fulfill his obligation. Obviously, we're talking about somebody who's able to stand. A person that cannot stand, of course, can lean or even if necessary, he can sit. But a person that's capable of standing may not say the vidui. Leaning, he has to say it standing up. Again, this also is an expression of achnov, of humbling oneself, and saying the video with a complete heart, too. For that same reason, also it's customary to bend when a person is saying vidui. In the same way we, we bend when we say modim, we bend our back down. That's a person should have that same type of a that same type of posture when saying the vidui too. It's also an expression of humility before the Almighty. Again, if a person finds that it's hurting his back and he's not able to concentrate properly when he bends, then it may not necessary it may not be necessary to bend too much. He can bend a little bit, but that's all, that's also does not does not prevent him from fulfilling the mitzvah. Now, although the vidui itself is said in the plural, the reason for that is because even if we have not necessarily transgressed all the sins ourselves, but nevertheless we know that each Jew is is responsible for one another. Call you throw away from zelazeh. All Jews are accountable for one another. If I could have prevented somebody else from sinning, perhaps by chastising him or something like that, and I don't do so, if that person sins, I'm accountable for some of those sins. And therefore, we say the vidoy in the plural because, as part of the community, we've all sinned. We've probably committed all these types of sins. That's the reason why it's said in the plural. Nevertheless, if a person knows about a specific sin that he or she may have done, they should specify it. Now, the, the vidu itself pretty much covers, the ashamdu is pretty bit more generic. The alchet that we say for the specific types of sins, that's a little bit more specific. If a person knows he's transgressed one of the sins that's, explicit, that's, that's mentioned explicitly, he can pause over there and just think to himself about how he committed that sin. However, if the sin that he committed is not something which is expressed explicitly, preferably he should quietly express, speak it out, what, he has sinned, what, the, what the sin may have been. The sin should not be said aloud. The Rambam tells us, interestingly enough, that sins between man and God, a person should not confess them aloud. The reason for that is because it's also it's an element of chutzpah in that. As almost the same person takes pride in the fact that he's committed the sin by, by speaking it out loud. Now, sins between man and man, however, that actually is allowed to be expressed out loud because we sinned against another person. It's common knowledge, perhaps, that we sinned against another person. There's nothing wrong with, with ex- expressing that out loud to show your regret, to show your, to show your embarrassment, to show your true feeling of remorse to your friend. So that would be acceptable. It's interesting. When we say the video together in unison, and with the chazan at least, it's sung. We sing it to a tune. Obviously, it's not a, a happy tune, but nevertheless, the idea of the song is because we know that through this, uh, through this confession, we'll achieve atonement. 
And therefore, although obviously it's difficult for a person to to be to express the remorse. But there's a, there's a positive sense to it too. We can't let it get us down so much. I did so many bad things. Oh my goodness, forget us. I'm, it's, it's all over. I might as well I might as well throw the towel in right now. We sing it with a nigan, with a, with a tune, in order to be able to give us a certain sense of inspiration. It's customary when we say the specific sins, the chet, al-chet, shechotonu, for the sin that we sin about this, for the sin that we sinned about that. It's customary to take our fist and to lightly strike our heart. The expression over there is that it's true, we might, it's true they might have sinned, but unfortunately it's because of the Yetzirah, the evil inclination that we all have, that causes us to sin, that draws us and pulls us to sin. And therefore we regret it. We realize that we, we, realize that we are guilty. But Hashem, please, we need your assistance to be able to help get over this because we're at, we're at, the, on some, at some level, we're at the mercy of the Satan that tries to do whatever he possibly can, the Yetzirah, that tries to do everything he possibly can to cause us to sin. And therefore, we ask for assistance in being, being able to overcome the efforts of the Yitzhara. Again, a person does not strike his, does not strike the heart with the fist. That's not I mean, don't do it hard. Obviously, it's done lightly. But a person that does not do it also does not negate the need the bidu itself. The bidu is still acceptable, and you still fulfill the you still fulfill the mitzvah of the bidu. Right, God willing, we'll talk next week a little bit a little bit more about some of the mitzvahs associated with these holidays. Everybody have a great week. And we will see you next week. Ever think about starting your own podcast? The Maverick Podcasting Network makes creating and running your podcast easy and fun. Visit maverickpodcasting.com to get started today.